Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama. What you doing? Hello, friends. Welcome to Co-Parenting, Your Thrive Guide podcast. My name is Deborah Linnae, and I am the host of the podcast. I am so grateful once again that you have chosen to join me again this week. And I am especially grateful for everyone that has listened and tuned in for the October series that is going on this month, where I am discussing the book by Don Miguel Ruiz, The Four Agreements. Hopefully, remember, um, last week, We talked about the first agreement, which was to be impeccable with your word. And if any of you have journaled, I hope that you have found some enlightenment or some things that you could take away from doing that exercise in what I encouraged you all to do. The second agreement is probably a hard one for me, and it sounds really basic, but It is, I think for many of us, can be a hard one to do. And the second agreement is don't take anything personally. And the author, Ruiz, believes that nothing other people say or do is because of us. It is because of themselves and how other other people relate to us depends on their mood. So if we were to base our own self-image on how someone else treats us, we probably would experience a lot more difficulties. And one of the things that, or one of the quotes that Ruiz says in his book about not taking anything personally, he quotes, and, and I quote, personal importance or taking things personally is the maximum expression of selfishness because we make the assumption that everything is about me. Let me say that again. Personal importance or taking things personally is the maximum expression of selfishness because we make the assumption that everything is about me. Taking things personally is 100% about our ego. It is our own ego doing the talking. And in that we think the world revolves around us, and that everything people do is specifically targeted to us. And intellectually, this may sound ridiculous or extreme, right? But it's what we do all the time without realizing it. For instance, this weekend, Ava and I, we went out to eat, which we don't, we haven't very much since the pandemic, but it was an indoor outdoor place. And we came in and as soon as we came in, like a group of eight or 10 people came in behind us and we ordered our food and we went and sat down outside and I started noticing, you know, this group of eight or whatever, they started getting their food and we had waited a long time. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? And I I don't want to be negative. And I know the retail workers are having a tough time right now, because of being understaffed and everything. And I mean, the whole table that came behind us, they got all their food and Ava and I still hadn't gotten our food. In that moment, I could have said, okay, really? Why us? Why are they not, you know, waiting on us? Why are we not getting our food? 
I went up and I just said, hey, we're table or we had our little place cards or whatever. And it was we were 52. And I said, we still haven't gotten our food. Well, come to find out because there had been a lot of people and they're understaffed. Our food had not our food order had not gotten placed. And it was fine. I mean, it's definitely a first world problem. Right. And it was fine. But I could have in that moment. I remember thinking, well, wait, how is it that those people get served and I don't? How is it that those people get their food and I don't? Making it about me when, in fact, it's just one of the many problems that that retail stores and food places are having where they don't have enough people. I could have taken that personally. And in reality, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes most times if we're taking it personally, right? So we don't know, but we make the assumption that it's about us. And I think that when you personalize things, it can be much more difficult to get through your week, to get through your day, to co-parent. And I think especially with our co-parenting partner, when maybe we've been together and now obviously we're not and we're co-parenting, say that your co-parent was supposed to pick up your child and forgot or was supposed to give you money for something that came up and didn't. It's not necessarily about you. It could be about what they have going on in their own lives. So if we as co-parents and as people try not to take things personally, that it will save us heartache, I think, in the long run. I also think about this in terms of when you go to date someone. And I know I have been guilty of this where you first start dating someone and say that you start getting texts from them. And then every morning you get a text or every evening or afternoon, however it is, you get into this habit, right? And then all of a sudden you don't. You start to feel, oh, do they not like me? Do they have someone else they're texting? And I know for sure I have been guilty of this. And there could be a hundred reasons why they didn't text. Maybe they were dealing with a family emergency or they dropped their phone in the toilet or whatever it is. That to make it about you causes a lot more stress and anxiety and than it would if you didn't make it about you. In the book, um, Ruiz explains, nothing other people do is because of you. It is because of themselves. All people live in their dream, in their minds. They are in completely different world from the one that we live in. When we take something personally, we assume that they know what is in our world and what we try to impose our world on their world. Let's think about that. Your reality is simply that. It's your reality. Their reality is their reality. There is a very big distinction and between the two, right? And emotionally accepting this goes a long way towards understanding how one personalizes. And I think it's also understanding that is also key to having and developing and being in healthy relationships. So as I was reading the book, I thought, why do we personalize? Why is it that we tend to take things so personally? 
And personalizing keeps your focus outside of yourself. So it is really a good way to avoid your own feelings. It also works really well to confirm your own negative beliefs, which as we know, it's easier to confirm those than to live in reality and to put in new positive beliefs, right? In the restaurant um, example that I gave, you're you're able to confirm the belief that you're not important or that I didn't matter or that I was invisible. It's easy to confirm that, right? When we personalize it. If you're texting someone, it confirms your belief that you're meant to be single or you're not good enough or you're meant to be alone. For real, you're not doing it. I'm not doing it consciously. It's kind of like on autopilot, right? And the first step is noticing when it happens so we can catch ourselves in that moment and then shift our perspective. I think that perfectionism and personalization go hand in hand. And so if you're always trying to avoid doing something wrong, Any perceived criticism will throw you off balance, right? And you'll think that their response is about you when it's never about you, really. It's about them. This is how we keep ourselves stuck and have such a limited perspective on what is actually possible. And it's also a way of distancing ourselves emotionally from others. For example, if the neighbor next door makes a comment about your child and you immediately personalize it, feeling like it's negative commentary on your parenting, right? Instead of looking deeper at what emotions and beliefs would lie beneath that insecurity, you simply stop talking to him or her. That is just one example. There are some ways in which I've, I used to take things personally that I don't. And it's something that I've worked on over the years. And you know how in life it comes and goes. There'll be times in your life where you work on one thing and times in your life where you work on others. But if someone asked me for advice and then they didn't take it, I would get upset. Like, are you kidding me? Like they asked me for advice. I gave it to them and then they didn't take it. And I know that I did this in my own co-parenting relationships when I was with that person where I was asked what I thought about something and I would tell them and then they didn't take. And I was like, are you kidding me? What is wrong with them? Like they didn't take the advice I offered. And I think one of the reasons why I felt that way is I didn't see how giving advice kept me separated and emotionally distant from others. I I just didn't see it. And I think overall, it was a painful way to live expecting others or my significant other to do what I said and then getting pissed off when they did the opposite. And I thought it was a reflection of me when in reality, it was a reflection of them. It had nothing to do with me. I also in the past have taken things personally when someone made a plan and then broke the date. I assumed it was about me thinking that they found something better to do, especially in my um, intimate relationships. Like if they said they were going to do something and didn't, I always felt like I was 
they're cheating on me uh, because of this. So those limiting, those terrible beliefs in your head. And of course, it probably had nothing to do with me. But I was stuck in my reality, not considering their reality. And personalizing weighed me down for a long time. And I have really worked as a human and as a woman not to personalize. And of course, I'm not perfect. (laughs) So when I find myself starting to personalize things, I try to catch it quickly and remind myself that it's not about me. I have no idea what's going on with them. So once I connect with that, I am then able to let it go. Personalization is not about you, as I've said, and people are going to do and say whatever they want. And we can't control that. But we can control how we choose to respond to that. And according to Ruiz, the author, even if someone says something hurtful, like you're fat, or you can't do anything right, it still has nothing to do with you. It is a complete reflection of their view of the world and their own insecurities. And on the flip side, if someone says to you, you're wonderful, you're amazing, you're the best, whatever, that also is not about you. You being wonderful should come from the inside and not from what someone else says. Yes, it's good to hear. I know all that. But it this is the epitome of not personalizing. Again, it is never about you. Ruaz continued on. And one of the things he said, which I liked, it said, whatever people do, feel, think or say, don't take it personally. By taking things personally, you set yourself up to suffer for nothing. And who wants to suffer for nothing? Definitely not me. I thought this week that if if you wanted to continue journaling, which I always feel is so good to journal, you could grab your journal and write down something that you see every day about don't take it personally. So when someone says something that I take personally, this is what I hear. For example, I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable. I'll always be single. I can't do anything right. I am stupid. I'll never amount to anything. Whatever those. When these negative beliefs come up, I feel, and what are those What are those things? Examples would be lonely, ashamed, belittled, embarrassed, unworthy, angry, anxious. And then three, you could write down how I would feel if I choose not to take those things personally. Examples would be light, confident, secure, relaxed, at ease, unburdened. And so if you do those things for the next week, pay attention to when you take things personally. How do you know it's happening? If it's if most of it is subconscious, you will be triggered, right? You'll feel that internal sting where you'll want to run away and hide. Look for areas where you feel shame and embarrassment or anger. Those are typically really good clues. And they aren't specific to personalizing, but they're very much associated with personalizing. And it could be an email. It could be a comment someone makes. And when it leaves you a, a, a comment, I'm sorry, a comment that someone makes that would leave you feeling ignored or misunderstood or not accepted. Jot those down in your journal. You don't have to do 
have a commentary or with no commentary, no judgment, again, just simply note them. And that increases your self-awareness. And for example, you could say things like, I was giving a presentation and someone walked out. What happened? She and how you personalized it. She hated my presentation and thought it was boring. Or my partner reorganized the dishwasher again, personalizing it. She doesn't think I can do anything right. Things like that. And then you can go back and look at those scenarios and you can list reasons for actions, like if it doesn't matter if they're true or if they're not true. The purpose is to take the focus off of you and to open yourself up to other possibilities. I think that when you notice yourself personalizing, you can catch yourself and sit with that uncomfortable reaction, right? And you don't have to react to it or try to distract yourself. Just allow that feeling to wash over you and kind of take it in like the waves of the ocean. That's what I always do when I'm going through loneliness, depression, sadness, whatever it is, I try to sit with it and let it act as a wave. And so I think becoming aware of how often you personalize moves you out of autopilot. So you're able to recognize your own reaction in that moment. Then perhaps you can be more open to another reality and say to yourself, I don't know what's going on, but that's about him or her and it has nothing to do with me. So not taking things personally is a huge step towards having freedom in all of our intimate and personal relationships. And remember that your perception of reality is based on your own beliefs. And theirs is based on their beliefs. Neither is right or wrong. And they are just different. I hope that this chapter has been enlightening for you. I hope you guys are reading this too, by the way, reading the book along the way. But this is just um, a little synopsis of how it has affected me. And one thing I want to leave with you, a quote that I want to leave with you is, there is, it, it goes like this, there is a huge amount of freedom that comes to you when you take nothing personally. I hope that you all have a wonderful week. I hope that you get more freedom in your life by learning not to take things personally. And I am looking forward to you all coming next week and listening. And I so appreciate it once again and have a wonderful week. Hey, mamas, thank you so much for joining me again today on Co-Parenting Your Thrive Guide podcast. You can download your free Thrive Guide on my website at debralene.com. If you enjoyed the show today, don't forget to rate and review me wherever you get your podcast. It really goes in supporting the podcast and I would really appreciate your feedback, good or bad. I would love to hear from you. My new podcast comes out every Monday, so please join me next Monday. Until next time, I am Deborah Lene and remember for this week to lead your conversations with honesty, clarity, and love, and always give grace extended.